cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored, jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kinda have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. If you are looking for groundbreaking nutritional products which revolutionize the way your body operates, you have to check out this cutting-edge, American-made, all-natural wellness brand. Root the Trinity Pack from GetRootNow.com is a game-changer. Let me show you. Zero In is the world's first quantumceutical, an all-natural adaptogenic nootropic which skyrockets your clarity and creativity. Professional athletes have reported over a 40% increase in their performance in only 90 days. Restore is a supplement that completely restores your gut health, optimizes your true brain, helping you tap into quantum consciousness, also known as the God Mind, all together with Clean Slate, which gently wipes out harmful heavy metals from your body, gently evacuating toxins, including graphene oxide. Trinity Pack from Root Altogether helps you increase your performance, longevity, deep sleep, and have a far greater quality of life. Register now at GetRootNow.com to grab your Trinity Pack. Then hit subscribe and save to get $15 back every month. Trinity Pack has also received the gold standard, a worldwide BSCG approval, allowing those in the military to first responders to the NFL, PGA, NBA, FIFA World Cup soccer, and more. Feel assured it is indeed all natural and drug-free. Trinity Pack even comes with a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. So when you grab your Trinity at GetRootNow.com, you can feel good knowing it's endorsed by Tier 1 Special Operations Warriors, to lightworkers, benevolent healthcare heroes, professional athletes, and Olympians detoxing their systems and unleashing their greatest self from across the globe. You can also get rewarded for being part of the Root community. See you there! Well, good day to you, Divine Lions and Lionesses. Welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show and so many familiar faces here. These two fine gentlemen, Divine Warriors, are back on the show. You have Colonel Chuck Sellers, retired Deputy Commander of Delta Force, U.S. Army Special Forces Operation Delta has returned. There you are. Thank you, sir. And Retired U.S. Army Major Jim O'Connor, who fought the Demon Cobol in West Point. And in 1973, they closed down that room because the demon manifested itself in front of Jim, his roommate, and two general officers and a psychic. The psychic fainted. They closed the room. Still remains closed to this day, and it's written up. And Jim is now a bishop in the underground pre-Constantine Orthodox Church and has successfully performed 14 exorcisms and there are no better people on this planet and i'm so blessed to have them on here to put together a show called the history of the kazarian mafia and folks this is a show where absolutely if you have your children bring them in not too too young pg-13 and above to understand especially now before between now and sound of freedom coming out how the world got to be where it is, why there was constantly never-ending endless wars, terrorism, and why the number one plague on the planet is human trafficking and adrenochrome. So this is biblical, literally biblical history of the Kazarian Mafia. It starts right back to the book 
of Adam and Eve. And Bishop O'Connor here literally just finished reading the two books of Adam and Eve that were written in 400 BC. He has access to virtually every book of the Bible, the ones they don't tell you about for good reason, because they switched the church in the 12th century. We'll get to that as well. So, gentlemen, thank you very much for your service. Honored to have you back here. And thank you very much for your continued service for humanity right now. I think you're going to help wake up a lot of people who've had a tremendous amount of questions about Kazarian Mafia, Luciferians, the Satanic Society, the Dark Cult, and where did it all come from? And you've literally pieced, helped piece it together. And this is probably part one in a several part series because we're talking, what, two and a half thousand years? We're not going to be able to cover that in 60 to 90 minutes. So, you know, we'll see what we can get done here today because it also stems to the banking system too, which impacts everybody's wallets and is a form of control, taxation, debt, and slavery. Awesome. So, uh, Chuck, Colonel, and then uh, Jim, Bishop, why don't you guys just, in your own words, tell the audience for anybody who's new tuning in since our D-Day show we did together about five weeks ago, a um, little bit about your background and your service records. Um, yeah, I was, um, I'm retired Army, did just under 26 years, uh, started out as an infantryman, did, but did uh, most, went to uh, Special Forces in 1982. Uh, and was in special operations until I retired in 2004. Uh, the uh, I spent most of my uh, most of my time, 17 years, uh, with uh, Special Forces Operational Detachment Delta, uh, Delta Force. I retired out of there as the deputy commander uh, in, like I said, in 2004. Um, served in numerous uh, numerous operations and combat operations and deployments, starting in uh, starting in uh, Lebanon in '83 and '84. Well, with the uh, Beirut bombings, um, first Gulf War, Colombia, Bosnia, um, Bosnia a couple of times, and then, uh, and then, um, excuse me, uh, Afghanistan in 2001, two tours in 2001 and 2002 as a, a Special Ops Joint Task Force Commander. Now I'm just glad to be uh, talking on uh, this show with these gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you for that, Jim. Good, sir. Uh, I was lucky enough to graduate from West Point in 1976. I served as an infantry officer and paratrooper for 20 years. I did some neat stuff. I almost met Chuck in 83 when I was a company commander. And uh, since then, I uh, worked as a consultant. And now for the last uh, almost six years, I've been a bishop in the underground Orthodox Church. And part of my mission is to do exorcisms. I had ex I was one of the two plebes that lived in the haunted room in 72. And I've seen the devil in person. Uh, very ugly. If people saw what he really was, nobody would follow him. And uh, I think it's important that we tell you the truths we're going to tell you today because the one thing that evil can't under can't take is being unmasked. When you see what it really is, uh, there's no attraction to it. Yep, definitely. And Jim, if you would be so kind, 
Would you mind leading us in prayer and perhaps also weave in the law of encroachment and then be so kind after the fact to tell everybody the power of the law encroachment prayer. And then since Chuck is here with us, maybe he could share his own personal experience and I will make sure that's written down here below the description. Everybody can see who's in the chat or watching the recording. Okay, the law of encroachment prayer. Before the courts of heaven, we invoke the law of encroachment and we ask our heavenly father to dispatch the holy angels to end all operations against us and all our loved ones. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. The reason we say this prayer is that we are often the innocent victims of spells, curses, hexes, or evil operations, evil devices planted in us. The devils break every rule they can get away with, and we can unwittingly be subjected to some discomfort, disease, uh, unbelievable pain. And when we reclaim our sovereignty as sovereign souls by invoking the law of encroachment, which is a law that's beyond the universe, um, God immediately answers that prayer and dispatches his holy angels to make things right. So I would encourage people to say this prayer every day because we're taking food and medicine that we think are helping us. We're told they're helping us. And yet they have a lot of hidden poisons and, and the angels can remove these hidden poisons for us. And, uh, I think it's important that we do that. Oh, thank you, Jim. And uh, Colonel Chuck, there's two experiences you've had with law approaching prayer. One, I was present, thankfully, to be there and watch with my own eyes its power in your own home shortly. Why don't we talk about that? And then it's up to you if you'd like to share the other experience on how law of encroachment prayer in the scapular. Yeah. Um, the, uh, well, two times, Jim actually taught me the law of encroachment prayer, and he used it on me. Oh, it was some some months ago, maybe a year ago. I can't remember exactly. Um, with a um, a growth that I had, an implant of some sort or whatever in my in my left calf, and plus pain in my back. And he, um, uh, so it was two separate things. He, Jim, invoked the law of encroachment on my leg, and the the it was a tumor the size. It was a lump in my calf about the size of about a, a, a two golf balls, maybe, in my calf. And um, within 24 hours, that shrunk down to um, but it shrunk down to about one quarter of the size, and it stayed that way. That that did that in within 24 hours. So I, I was a believer in it. I learned it, and then I used it again. Jim did it to me again when I was having a particularly bad back back experience. And it, once the, the once the prayer was over, it just completely went away. Now, yeah, you were dancing. I, I was there for that one. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I I use it all the time. I, I use it now for for pain in my because I got a lot of hurts, pain in my back, pain in my knees, um, this and that. So I do it all the time. I I want to say this thing. I know pe some people will think I'm crazy or whatever, but. Um, um, but it happened. It was real, and I was not asleep. It wasn't a dream. Nothing. It was a. Uh, 
I caught movement in one inner room in the house out of the corner of my eye. I turned quickly and I looked. I was standing next to a bed. And um and uh I it was I saw it being attacking me, a large creature with wings, like bird wings, not bat wings, but red bird wings shape and claws. And it was coming straight at me. And my first instinct was almost a military instinct. Um I grabbed the rosary that was next to the bed and I shoved it up at this thing and just said, because it was coming fast, all I could think to say in time was law of encroachment, law of encroachment, and it disappeared. And I was uh, shaken like a leaf and I went and told my wife, Michelle, and and, uh, and uh, that day changed my life. And my, my book, that thing is real. It could come back in my mind. So I started preparing myself, um, doing research on on uh, prayer and spirituality, the armor of God, the weapons of God, and I started learning about it. and And uh, and I'm, basically, I'm going to use them as my weapons if this should happen again. But I firmly believe it's real, and uh, I can't even imagine having thought up something like that. But it was it was the realest thing that ever happened to me, and it was the law of encroachment that got me out of it. And I'm not saying that I that I killed this thing or that I did it by myself because Jesus was standing right next to me or yeah. guarding an angel. Um, but I firmly believe it saved my life. Yeah. I felt and, like I would just come out of a firefight in real life. And it's important for everybody to realize this that happened, that event was on May 17th. Yes. We're about to get to July 1st, Canada Day, Bastille Day in France, uh, Swiss National Holiday, and then July 4th, Independence Day in the United States. And the night before, we had recorded a show with Ricardo Bosi, Derek Johnson, a few others, and you started bringing up the Kazarian Mafia, which actually has precipitated the research you've done uh, on your side for this show with, with Jim. And so it's almost like Satan sent one of his lieutenants, this demon, to take you out so that this information doesn't come forward. And Jim, you have successfully exercised 14 demons, understanding, hopefully we do have PG-13, 14, 15 kid-aged uh, teenagers here to hear this, but what, what could you at least tell people which you've seen in, in those exercises and bring it some more credence as you've just heard folks from a combat veteran and a and the leader, deputy commander, retired of Delta Force. And now you have another combat veteran and a leader who are both men of God and Jim. Go ahead, please. Thank you, sir. What Chuck, what Chuck saw was real. We usually don't see these demons because they're in the invisible light spectrum. But every once in a while, we get gifted by God that we're able to see these. They, when we see what they really are, they are ugly beyond belief. Yeah. And it's hard to describe how much they hate us and how much they long to kill us all drag us into hell and torture us for eternity the hate is so unbelievable that it's almost impossible for us to believe they're real but they are and there's 
the first human being they tried to kill was Adam. They wanted to kill Adam and Eve and then basically force God to let them rule the earth so they wouldn't have to go to hell. And uh, Eve was tempted in the garden and had relations with Satan. And Satan is the father of Cain. And Cain is the beginning of the Kazarian Mafia. And these evil seeds uh, have a bloodlust that's beyond any kind of normal. Their hatred is beyond any kind of normal. There's not one dirty trick they won't pull to get their way and destroy all of mankind. And Chuck has a lot of great information about their history and how they got started. How they got started after after Cain, but they're descendants of Cain, and they are an evil seed, and they won't be around after the second coming. But until then, we're in the battle of good and evil, and whether you like that or not, you're a participant. If you fight against evil, you're on the side of good. If you join the evil side, you're on the side of bad. If you sit on the fence. You've joined the evil side. It's just that simple. Good has got to be a choice, and we all have to be spiritual warriors. And love and prayer are our weapons. Yeah, great weapon. And Jim has shared a weapon with us that anybody can find. Unfortunately, it's also easy on Amazon, but if this is a weapon that helps you it is a scapular. So the links will be below here and you will see that. And that scapular, I hang two on either side of the bed, the bed post. And even when I do certain activities like riding the motorcycle, I even have it on my person. I wear it like Jim, you're wearing a necklace right now and I'm wearing another necklace too. And that scapular Jim has blessed as well too. And Jim's links are below here so you can go and you can, can contact him folks uh, for anything after uh, you watch this and listen to this, please. So yeah, thank you, Jim, for that too. I appreciate it. So that's kind of where the birth, quote unquote, literally of Satan's child, Satan's spawn is Cain. There's a story about Cain and Abel. Now, for those who have not studied the Bible or we were brought up like me in a Roman Catholic church would no, never resonated that religion. Would you mind just giving a few minutes credence, either one of you gentlemen, to the story of Cain and Abel since it sets our kind of foundation for the Kazarian Mafia, we're going to go in this first segment on their history. Go, Jim. Cain uh, had a twin sister that was born with him who was exceedingly beautiful. And Abel was more plain looking, and so was his twin sister. And they were born about two and a half years apart. So Cain was the older brother. And Adam and Eve had discussed the plan that Seth, I mean, excuse me, um, Abel would marry Cain's sister and Cain would marry the less attractive sister of Abel. Well, the devil got a hold of uh, Cain and basically convinced him that if he killed Abel, he could have everything he wanted. 
And uh, so after a series of unfortunate events, uh, Cain actually did kill Abel. He buried him, the ground spit him up. He buried him a second time, the ground spit him up. He buried him the third time, the ground spit him up. The earth moaned that didn't want the blood of murder in it. And God came and, you know, and banished Cain. And Cain took uh, Abel's twin as his wife. And being the seed of Satan, he was uh, put in a different part of the world. And uh, that's the beginning of evil, real evil. And that's, and the Canaanites uh, did all sorts of debauchery, human sacrifice, and they were just absolutely nasty. They made it with demons. And when the flood came, the flood was designed to wipe them out. But somehow uh, some descendant of Cain uh, survived, and they be eventually became the Kazarian Mafia. And I'll turn it over to Chuck. So an absolute bloodline battle that's biblical, just to really set the tone for everybody here. Yes, and, and a, a satanic bloodline. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is going to be a, a, basically a brief history of, of um, what eventually became evil beyond imagination. Um, and uh, this basically this is to, to assist in pulling the veil back from this um, all this, this evil, um, which is trying is trying to infiltrate and, and tyrannize the world. And basically, what the Kazarians are after is to eradicate all Abrahamic religion and replace it with uh, what's called Babylonian Talmudism, which is basically Luciferianism, Satanism. And worship of, of Baal, the god, the evil god Baal. Um, basically, the Kazarian Mafia is the world's largest organized crime syndicate, and they've got tentacles into everything around this world. They've nearly completely uh, that you, you never. Most people have never heard of the Kazarian Mafia because the, the actual history and the name and the names and the places have actually been removed from the history books by the Kazarians, so that they're always operating undercover and in disguise. Um, they cannot operate without secrecy, which is why it's so important that what we're doing right now is pulling the veil back from these people to see who they are, how they operate, and that's exactly what's going on in the world today. Um, they, um, their operational MOs, they can't operate without secrecy, and um, they have sworn blood oaths to revenge on Russia for the actions that Russia has taken on them in the past and against anyone who, any faith uh, who of, of people, any sort of sect or faith that believes in God over Baal. And so they've sworn blood oaths to all of that, uh, all of that. The, um, and we'll go through the institutions and everything. A lot of this information was put together um, uh, in a presentation by Gordon Duff, who's the uh, senior editor and director of Veterans Today. And it was presented as a, basically it was an exposure 
of something that most of the world was not aware of. And he did the research on it and exposed it to the world during um, the Syrian conference on combating terrorism and religious extremism. It was He gave this uh, presentation on December the 1st, 2014 uh, in Damascus. Uh, it was a, um, a conference on basically world uh, terrorism. Um, and during that conference, he actually asked uh, President Putin from uh, of Russia to disclose information and intelligence that that the Russians hold on about 300 um, traitors in America in the Congress who um, basically uh, who are serial felons and have been conducting sat- statutory espionage on behalf of the on behalf of the Kazarian Mafia against the U.S. and a lot of Middle Eastern nations and other nations in the world. Um, basically, they describe it as a Kazarian Mafia secret war, and it uses um, illegal and unconstitutional organizations like the Federal Reserve, a lot of the three-letter agencies, uh, IRS, FBI, CIA, all of these things are all under the control of the Kazarian Mafia and working against the good of uh, of the United States and the American people. Um, we're going to talk about it as we go, but they are actually tied to, to the attacks, not only on 9-11 in New York and uh, D.C., um, but also to the attack on the Murray Building in Oklahoma in 1995, which killed a bunch of people there as well. And um, Brad, you may have comments or something. The next thing I have, I'll pull up, you'll see on a map behind me. Um, yep. Kazarian, uh, the Kazarian uh, kingdom, if you want to call it that. So loosely, it's a territory um, uh, in the ancient days. And I'll start uh, with, a, with a quick history going back to about 100 AD. Mm-hmm. You got it. And so I think it's really important for people to understand the difference between Russia and the Soviet Union and China and communist China because the isms, the communism, socialism, right? All those isms are just a branch of Satanism, which literally come directly from Satanism because it's control, tyranny, take away your freedom, enslave, and then also pedophilia. There's pedophilia everywhere in those socialist, communist ideologies, which again are those isms, like kind of putting a, a different name, whitewashing something, right? And putting it out there. In in Russia and the United States, they helped in the Revolutionary War, helped the United States in the Civil War, and then they helped all of us in the World War. And then the Kazarian Mafia, which Chuck is going to go into and Jim here as well, one of the royal bloodlines of good they erased was the Russian bloodlines. Nicholas and his entire family wiped out. Now, folks, you can look at certain movies because of the disclosures that have come there. So one of those movies is in the Batman Dark Knight trilogy, Batman Returns. And uh, Raz Ghul was played by Liam Neeson. And then you've got that dark society that traces its bloodline that lives in the shadows, right? They have the secret league, the shadows. So there's an example of it right there as well. But it's real, very real where we are. So they are the cartel behind the scenes 
in the shadows, which serve a dark AI off-world and also non-human beings, but they're kind of like the minions here that control like the Wizard of Oz behind the scenes, all the puppet strings on everything around the world. And Jim Caviezel was just in an interview recently when we were talking about adrenochrome and blood ritual uh, sacrifice. And he said that the scientists have found that adrenochrome is 10 times more addictive than cocaine. And so now adrenochrome, human trafficking and adrenochrome is the number one most profitable thing on the black market. And Carrie Cassidy was just saying a few days ago, and she was on with Gene Decode had on just the other night. <clears throat> Jim, Jim was on with him too. Harry Cassidy was saying that right now, the combination, and to think Tim Ballard to put these statistics out too, the combination of illegal gun running and regular drug trafficking and smuggling, arm smuggling, is a fraction of the market of what adrenochrome and human trafficking is in the black market. And this is what they need. They want this, right? Phil Schneider in 1995 in Denver said, that an average of 1 million adults and 100,000 children go missing every year around the world. These are re reported statistics by the FBI then in 1995. A million adults and over 100,000 children around the world are go missing, not from kidnap, they just disappear, they vanish without a trace and nobody can find them. And now you're finding out where they likely are going for the satanic ritual society, which has infiltrated every level of every country, of every government, of every institution, and why people are sitting here today going, why aren't the white hats just coming out? Why don't we have the military occupation finally? You're seeing here, it is 2,000 plus years, potentially even way more than that, to find and remove on earth, below earth, and off earth, all of these mechanisms of control, enslavement, and Satanism all at once. And this really started in 2016, actively with the White Hat Alliance military and other organizations in seven years. So, so there's been a lot of progress in seven years dropping the bucket from eons. So I just wanted to bring that up before we go into the territory, uh, Chuck and Jim. Well, you look at one of the major retailers in the in our country, and their ships that come out of Wuhan, China, are loaded with kids that go in different places all throughout the world. And you know, Brad gave you the number for you know, 1995, you know, it's gotten worse in America. Now it's up over 600,000 children, American children go missing every year. There's all sorts of stories of the British royals and Roman Catholic Korea uh, uh, sacrificing kids and getting away with it. And, you know, and people keep worshiping these, uh, terrible people like their gods, the British royalty, the pontiff of the Roman church. Um, I don't get it, but uh, 
when you actually see the truth about what these people have done, which you will start to see in Jim's movie on July 4th, I hope your eyes waken up. I hope you wake up really well because if you don't, you're sitting on the fence, you're on the bad side. So I'll take it back to um, roughly the Kazarians started emerging basically as an evil society um, in what they call Kazaria, uh, just around the, the, the north side of the Black Sea uh, near Russia. Um, it was uh, basically an evil conglomeration of people with an evil king. And I say evil king, I think of it more along the lines of a, of a mafia family with the Don, and then you have the sub-Dons underneath them that make up the, the Babylonian, or excuse me, the Kazarian king and court. But um, basically, they believe in, in Satan. It was uh, the Babylonian black arts is what they practice. Um, I'll go through that in a second, but they basically built, they, they earned a reputation to all of the surrounding countries as just a, a complete group of thieves, murderers, um, road bandits, um, who not only murdered their victims and stole everything they had, but they actually got a reputation as assuming their, their identities and then disguising themselves as these legitimate people that they've taken out. Um, and uh, and then so and then they live on in, as a uh, in the disguise of, of the people that they've uh, killed. The um, around 800 A.D. Um, is what you see on the map on the wall where where they uh, they uh, they basically had their territory. The uh, the the countries around Kazaria in in 800 A.D. had had enough basically. Of the theory and the, uh, the the bad happenings that the Kazarians were were uh, doing to them and to the travelers that were passing through their area, um, led by Russia, these surrounding nations, they they gave an ultimatum to the Kazarian king to choose an Abrahamic religion, not a choice, choose one, um, and make it an official state religion, and then they were going to require all Kazarian citizens to practice that religion. And they were supposed to, they, they were required to socialize all of the Kazarian children to learn it and then practice it as they grew up. And the choice was either pick Islam, Christianity, or Judaism. And they chose Judaism. But the Kazarians are masters of disguise and deceit. And so they chose Judaism, but they and promised to adhere to it. But what they actually did was the leadership of, of the uh, of the Kazarians basically went underground and used the people that were in the country that were not leaders as cutouts and uh, and tools to do their bidding. But they took their occultism, satanic worship all underground and just covered it with the, with a facade of uh, Jewish, being Jewish. Um, their religion is uh, uh, basically it's Satanism or Luciferianism. And it's based on worshiping the god Baal, the evil god Baal. And, um, and that requires blood sacrifice. And they, um, they sacrifice children, drank the blood, ate their hearts. That is their common theme through history. And they, they've never given up on that as their religion. 
they fooled the Russians initially uh, after they chose the they chose Judaism, but they continued doing all their their bad things. And again, by about uh, 1200 AD, the Confederation, the Russians, led by the Russians and the countries around them, had had enough again. And this time, they led an invasion against the Kazarians to wipe them out and stop their crimes. Um, Again, again, they were just fed up with the kid kidnapping of children on all points and the the uh, the blood sacrifice and all of it. Kazarian leaders went underground again, and they escaped to Europe. With uh, they took all the as much gold, silver, and uh, precious uh, items that they had with them, and carried them with them. Um, at that time, they pledged eternal uh, revenge against the Russians who had kicked them out of their homeland, so to speak. Um, and the, so it was an eternal revenge against Russia and the surrounding nations. They soon spread, um, you'll see a, a quote on this uh, behind me from a, a Rothschild, Nathan Rothschild. Um, and you, so you can read the words on it, but basically they decided that now that they had been kicked out of their country, they were gonna go even deeper underground and expand their uh, influence. And they did that initially through basically hiring Oliver Cromwell um, to lead a lead a, um, a revolt in England against uh, the royal families. And that ended up with the murder of uh, King Charles I. Um, and the, the entire thing was to take over the country for the Kazarians, be able to establish their own banking systems. And it basically, led to the to the English civil wars, which led to the death of the English royal family and the English nobility, and actually ended up with the establishment of the city of London Bank, uh, which became the banking capital of Europe, and actually the beginning of the British Empire. Um, the, the, um, the new system was based on, uh, it was based on, on issuing Certificate paper certificates for gold and silver deposited into accounts that were managed by the Kazarians. And that way it, it made it easier for travelers to carry the notes instead of carrying the actual silver. And they could be replaced if they were lost or stolen. Um, the uh, So basically they created the problem and then they created the solution and took over the entire system with using basically counterfeit, counterfeit non-existent paper money. Um, eventually, they in, they expanded further. They uh, infiltrated Germany and began to use the same MO. They changed their names. They changed their name to the Bowers of the Red Shield, um, which actually means uh, the red shield actually means blood sacrifice. It refers to blood sacrifice. And they changed their personal names to Rothschild. And you'll all recognize that name. Yeah. Uh, and you see on the, on the slide, uh, Nathan Rothschild and, and his quote about uh, controlling, controlling the country through controlling the money. Um, Rothschild actually means child of the rock. And the rock means Satan. Any comments there before I go? Because we're going into the Rothschilds now. Well, I have a comment on Cromwell. Cromwell 
was also kind of a nasty bugger. He uh, conquered Ireland, killed half a million Irish. He had a real bloodlust and made slaves out of 350,000 Irish. And the Irish slavery and indentured servant and being ruled by an iron-handed British government didn't end until 1921. And when uh, Ben Franklin saw how the British treated the Irish, he changed sides and came back to the colonies and help lead the revolution. Right. So going forward, now the Rothschilds have established themselves. They are the Kazarians. Um, they, uh, they decided that they were going to uh, further infiltrate England. And this is a common theme that you're gonna see throughout. Uh, it kind of all goes back to England but then it spreads out from there. Five of the Rothschild sons uh, went to England and their entire mission in, over there was to capture the entire English banking system, which they did. And became, they became the controllers of the, the city of London Bank. Um, and they were using fraud and deception to steal uh, all of the, uh, the wealth of the English nobility and the landed gentry. Um, they controlled all the business dealings with all of the nobility through the city of London Bank and, and uh, became hugely wealthy through that. Um, they specialized in making uh, counterfeit money and they, and they uh, were masters of charging exorbitant prices for giving financial assistance to people uh, using their own money. Um, all of this they attributed to uh, uh, technology and secret money powers which they, they believe they had learned and uh, were given from Baal and through their Baal worship. And again, that worship, uh, what the gifts that they think Baal gave them through, uh, through money money and, uh, and secret power of money, um, they repay Baal with child sacrifice. It includes uh, torture. It includes bleeding children out, drinking their blood, and eating their hearts as a minimum. Um, and that continues to this day. Um, they, um, they actually had a, a, a really deep plan and they, they interbred with the British Royals um, by, uh, posing as, by posing as, as Royals themselves, inter, inter, uh, sleeping with, uh, with noble, noble women and then having uh, offspring from those women, which became Kazarians, because it was a Kazarian male that had, that had uh, impregnated the female. And so in the end, through that, and it, to me, it take, takes a while, but it happened, they controlled all of the banking systems in, in England. And by that, they have tentacles into everything else. So through the banks, they begin and they control all institutions. Then all institutions, this is a, education, all the public services, everything they control. Um, and it's a common thread, continues to this day. During that time frame in the 1600s, they, they basically genocided the British royals and they uh, and took over, took over uh, completely took over England. They did the same in, to the French in 1700s. They murdered the French royals. 
and then um, a quick um, a quick timeline that we'll get back to. It's in the 1700s they murdered the French royals. 1914 they murdered the the uh, Austrian Archduke Archduke Ferdinand, which effectively started World War One, and they funded both sides of World War One. 1917 they bought for and established the Bolsheviks to infiltrate and take over Russia, which happened and ended up uh, with the death of the Tsar Nicholas and his, his entire family. Um, and then st stealing of all Russian uh, wealth, gold, silver, art. Um, and just to finish the timeline, before World War II, they had murdered the, the Austrian and German royals uh, and the Chinese royals. And then they disempowered the Japanese rulers. And the one common thread that all of their MOs have through, through time is that um, they disempower the leadership of the nobility, but that extends to the American presidents. They disempower the leadership through, um, uh, through really sophisticated covert operations. And if they can't, for some reason, control that president, then they murder him like McKinley, like Lincoln, like uh, John F. Kennedy. Mm -hmm. And the multiple attempts on Trump. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. uh, as the time, I mean, through their timeline, they, they, it's almost as though it's a, it feels like it's a military campaign. They finish one, one piece of the campaign and move on to the, to the next piece of the campaign. They, um, they uh, once they took over England, they had to be able to re, re England at that time was um, buying tons of silk and spices from China. All of that money was going into China. And the, now that the Kazarians are controlling the British Empire, basically, they needed to recover that money and bring it back home into the Rothschild coffers. And so what they did was they infiltrated China with Turkish drugs Opium. and took over the drug trade. And they took over the drug trade. It was so bad in China during that time. It led to, to uh, basically to the Boxer Rebellions, also called the Opium Wars, and they won. China lost that that fight. And in 1901, they signed a treaty and and ended up paying exorbitant duties to the Kazari, well, to the Western nations that took part in uh, in the actions against China during the Boxer Rebellion. But they were all Kazarians. So they brought home the money. Yep. Then they expanded. They also, to the, oh, they also infiltrated the churches. Yes. And one of the big churches they infiltrated was the Roman Catholic Church. Yep. Pope Leo X was the last man to be Pope before he became a priest. His last name was Medici. He was part of the big bankster family, one of the 13 families. He was a Kazarian mafia. He sold indulgences and basically split the Roman church when uh, Martin Luther decided that, you know, it was wrong to try to buy your way into heaven. They've also infiltrated some of the Protestant churches. You can tell which ones they are. They're the ones that uh, the pastor has to have five or six planes. They're filled, filled with greed. Um, the Mormon church has been known to traffic children. The Catholic church has trafficked children. There are, 
the uh, United Church of Christ in Canada has been identified by the uh, Canadian Indians as another church that has trafficked children, and the Anglican Church, the Roman Catholic Church, and the United Church of Christ are being thrown out of parts of Canada by the uh, native Canadians. And who could blame them? I mean, it's one thing to uh, say you represent one side, but act like you represent the other side. You know, just tell the truth. But they can't do that. They have to hide, and they have to water things down. And there are reports that Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, were the two main people, and Rothschild himself, were the three main people behind the election of Francis I, the head of the Roman church. Well, how in the world does a good faith have such terrible leadership if it isn't corrupt? There's nothing wrong with the faith, but there's plenty wrong with the church, and there's plenty wrong with a lot of churches. And a lot of people sitting on the fence saying, well, this pastor says this, this pope says this, this bishop says this. We're all responsible for ourselves and the people that were our loved ones. And we're and we, we, we required to be awake. And you can't defeat evil with your head in the sand. Yeah. You have to you have to search it out and one of the things I know Chuck does really well is search and destroy missions. Well, we need to do that spiritually too. The light of truth exposes these people. And imagine how rich they've gotten taking money from orphans and widows yep. and selling orphans. We should be so pissed but we're busy watching the NFL or Major League Baseball or NBA basketball, drinking our cold Bud Light and uh, letting the world go by. We need to be men again. Yeah, most definitely, Jim. And it just recently came to pass a few days ago that with exception of Trump, every living publicly in the media, every living president of the United States is a direct bloodline descendant of a slave owner in the United States. Carter, Clinton, Bush, and who's that other one? Oh yeah, Barry Satoro, AKA Barack Obama, the Antichrist. Except yes, for the Antichrist. Mm-hmm except for Trump. And what you touched on um, earlier about Oliver Cromwell and the Irish slaves, 350,000, it was only, a, it was a couple centuries later when they began in Africa and then bringing them to the United States and having a slave ownership there. And it's also been reported and gone back through the documentation that the Democrat party in the United States is the party that created the Ku Klux Klan. 
hmm, when you look at that history, and the Democrat Party are the ones who were slave owners who created that Democrat Party. So we've got to get beyond parties here, folks. It literally is light versus dark, God versus Satan, biblical, 100%. And the applied knowledge is power. Just having the knowledge does nothing. Because as I learned from one of my mentors, if you have knowledge and you do nothing, then every librarian should be a billionaire, right? Because they're surrounded by those books. <laughs> so making sure that you apply this somehow, some way, prayer for sure, but getting out there and shining a light. Because we've also just seen, which is awesome on all the stuff that's coming forward right now, that in the United States alone, we've seen this in Canada because we just had another election stolen in the world. Chris Sky Sokoja in Toronto, election stolen, Dominion Voting Systems, Olivia Chow, the communist woke candidate is in there. And all the voter fraud's already out there right before they even close the polls. People are able to vote five times in five different places. And that's just systemic of this problem that continues to persist, how they want their proxy cutouts for Satan in there for control regardless. And what what phallic symbol is Toronto, where I grew up, going to Maple Leaf games as a kid before I learned all about this bread and circus, which you just so pointedly said in that example, Jim, of we need to wake up and not just be focused on, you know, the next basketball game, the next baseball playoff, and then the football playoff and drinking the freaking tranny fluid of Bud Light. That's what they wanted you to keep you asleep, like the Roman Empire, right? Like the Caesars did bread and circus. And the phallic symbol in Toronto is you have the CN Tower and you have two balls at the bottom of it. The Air Canada Center in the Sky Dome. Right in front of our feet. Right? Literally. An erect penis and two testicles pointed straight at the sky. You know, but it's for communications and for your for safety. So folks. It's really important also with you kids that you're aware of this, that every government official, almost all of them, every business set up en masse, in every school district, in every school, these people are there, including law enforcement, unfortunately, and obviously the healthcare system, which we've covered many times here, pharmakia is sorcery in Greek. And we all know who set up the pharmakia system in the United States and then worldwide. Rothschilds, Rockefellers, and then the other bloodline families. Why? Because things like prayer, which you've heard from Chuck, which could take a cyst on the back of his leg and in 24 hours shrink it. Things like prayer, which I was there present when Jim did a blessing on Chuck, and myself and his wife, lovely wife Michelle, are present. And he's had this back pain that forced him to retire from a career he loved with men and women he loved working with. This is not what they want to know because this is a thing of God. So is natural medicine, right? God gave us dominion over the plants and the animals and the earth and to love one another. Um, so fascinating. What what do we see about underground bunkers and, and anything else? Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, go ahead, please. I wanted to mention one thing about prayer. Mm -hmm. The most successful prayers 
things that were taken out of the Bible would tell us that it's not just the prayers we think with in our brain or feel in our feel a little bit emotional about it's the if we want to really be successful at prayer we have to feel the prayer and connect with god at a higher level of connection which is our total feeling when we put our total feeling and we believe that god will answer these prayers like when we prayed for chuck's leg or his back there was total belief that God was going to answer these prayers. We felt these prayers. We all felt them, even though some of us were miles apart. That doesn't matter because prayer has no limits. We felt the prayer and the prayer was answered just like we believed it would be. Just like that woman who was bleeding for 12 years thought that all she had to do was touch Jesus' tassel on his clothing, and she would be healed. She knew it in her heart. She totally believed it. She prayed it and felt the prayer. She did the action, and it happened. And Jesus said, your faith saves you. It's our faith that's going to save us. But faith is its not just, hey, man, I'm in church. It's cool. you got to really be into it. Now, it's hard to find a good church, but we can all find a place to sit outside and have private church with just us and our, and our creator. He loves us all. He made us all. And it's that prayer that we feel that's the prayer, the love and that prayer that's going to be the truth. And that's going to help us wake up. And once everybody's awake, enough of us are awake. These rats have got to go hide. But if you tell me, oh, I'm a hardcore Democrat and, you know, I'm always going to vote Democrat and Bill Clinton was a good guy and he was just a little out of control. Look up Kathy O'Brien and see what she had happened to her at the hands of Bill and Hillary Clinton and then tell me they're good people. Look up what Gerald Ford did to her. Just isn't Democrats. A lot of the rhinos were really bad people, too. Billy Graham has been accused of it. I don't know if that's true or not about Reverend Graham. But I know the people that accuse him of doing some of the bad things he did were credible people. I can't. So you, we better, you better question your religious leaders, too. You better make sure you're not following somebody on the fast on the express train to hell because the devil will do any trick possible to fool you into making mistakes the things he read the first book of adam and see how many terrible things he did to adam trying to fool him i mean only a sick mind could come up with this stuff and chuck is telling us about these real sick kazarians because why are they so sick because they've given their minds and their souls to Satan, and they're not trying to do anything but serve him, which means they're trying to wipe us out, kill us, enslave us, so that they can give the world over to their master. And um, you, you told a story earlier, Jim, about the, uh, um, the, about 
power of prayer, Psalm 91, with the battalion and that battalion in World War I. Um, they said Psalm 91, security with God's protection. Um, they said it every morning and they never lost a man during the war. Yeah. Which is a really awesome story. It was all about prayer. Uh, Colonel Colonel Wittesley's regiment. And uh, the legend was the bullets bounced off them, but you know, they went over the wall about 10 times in a no man's land and everybody around them was wiped out and they didn't get a scratch. So right. yeah, it's history that's uh, been removed from history. And there's also some people who were praying in Hiroshima. Father Hubert Schiffer was the spokesman for the group of priests and they were praying when the atomic bomb went off. They were 600 yards from ground zero and took out four, a radius of four miles. And these guys all died of old age. And the woman who was in the Hiroshima library a couple hundred yards away from the priests was reading a religious book about our Lady of Fatima. And uh, she and the book were fine. She died of old age decades later, but the library was vaporized. Oh. So prayer is uh, prayer is our weapon. Yeah. Along with love. Continuing with the uh, the uh, history of the Rock Trials, they were instrumental. They were a main funding source behind the American colonies. Um, they mm -hmm. uh, and all of that was for in the end for exploitation of massive natural resources on the. The, um, on the American continent. So right. they incorporated the Hudson Bay Company and others to do that, to exploit the uh, the new world um, for, for and bring back that wealth to the Kazarian British uh, rulers. Um, along the course of that, the uh, that's where the mass extermination of Native Americans started right. to take place, and that was to exploit their land and steal, uh, steal resources. They used the same business model in the Caribbean and murdered millions of innocent people in the Caribbean using the same same model of, of uh, inf infiltrate, control, and exploit. Yep. Um, they, they were key behind the establishment of the slave trade from Africa into the Americas. They were the ones who uh, went into Africa and uh, co-opted uh, these uh, corrupt tri tribal chiefs to attack their neighbors steal people from the neighboring tribes, uh, enslave them, put them on ships, send them to, a, to a, um, the Americas to be sold. Um, that, was all, that was all sponsored and, uh, uh, by, by the Kazarians and it was all, it was all for money and control. Um, the, um, they, this is when they started using war as a money-making enterprise where they, they fund both sides. Think about it, they funded the British and the American Revolution, they funded the Americans so that we could fight the revolution. In the end, we say that, well, at least we think we won the revolution. Um, and we did it with, with some assistance from the Russians. So now the Kazarians double down and re-invoke their revenge against the Russians for helping us in the both the, the uh, American Revolution and in the Civil War. Um, so it's just, it, the story just keeps going on and on and on. Um, they, uh, 
it led to the War of 1812, which was once again the British controlled by the Kazarians. Um, by that time, they had they had um, established an American central bank of some of some fashion uh, using the Babylonian money magic. Um, they they um, some of that led to the War of 1812. They tried to set that that American central bank up at that time, but it was blocked by Andrew Jackson and it didn't happen. Uh, who Andrew Jackson, who identified them correctly as Satanists and called them that to their face at that time in the, in the 1800s. Um, so the Rothschild's first major beachhead in the US basically finally took place or it finally was successful in, in 1913 when a bunch of corrupt members of Congress voted to pass the Federal Reserve Act. This is huge for this country, which was unconstitutional. It passed on Christmas Eve without, without a forum, a forum um, and it was signed by a corrupt president, Woodrow Wilson, all traitors to the country. Um, and you, it, 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 hard, to, hard to mention establishment of the Federal Reserve Bank without at least calling attention to, to the, the, the sinking of the Titanic in 1912. On board the Titanic were Benjamin Guggenheim, Isidore Strauss, and John Jacob Astor, all billionaires and all opposed to establishment of the Federal Reserve. And boy, isn't it interesting that that ship goes down with all of them on it. And one year later, we have the Federal Reserve Bank. And also JP Morgan was to be on that ship and JP Morgan Bank financed that company that built the steam lines and JP Morgan and 50 of his employees, including bronze cast statues, as well as all of his luggage were removed from the ship the day before it set sail because he, <laughs> got a little bit sick, conveniently, with 50 of his staff. Awesome point, yes. So I think Gene Depot also told us that uh, it really wasn't the Titanic, but it was uh, the, the Olympic, Olympic that with the Titanic ladders put on it. Yeah. And that uh, yes. they made sure that the the boat, did, the ship didn't have uh, a good structure. Yeah, and and enough light. The Olympic had weakened bulkheads. Yeah, mm -hmm. paid paid the captain to okay. run at high speed into the into the iceberg and concussions blown through the ship. Yeah, right. Yeah. The, 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 this that's a key date with this the the. The passing of that legislation and the Reserve Bank setting up the Reserve Bank, because simultaneously with that, they put in an illegal taxation system of income tax, um, all of that. It's all part of the same thing. How how was that? How could they do that? How was that possible? Because um, they uh, putting a counterfeit banking system into effect, it allows it, it gives you can create all the money you possibly need to buy off any. You can create as much money as you want to buy off politicians in Congress, and you can buy off the presidency at the same time. Um, how do you, and, and how can that be possible to maintain such a system? Simple. You create the IRS to be your police, 
yep. and, and uh, to police the system to make sure that they're <coughs> the taxes that illegally have been placed on you. Um, basically, it was a private collection agency incorporated in Puerto Rico, totally illegal. Um, then they created the FBI to protect the IRS um, yep. and to protect the banksters uh, and prevent prosecution for anything that was important, such as child trafficking, pedophilia, mm -hmm. ped pedophile networks. Uh, and it was a collection agency, a covert collection agency for them to make sure that the IRS got their money. Um, FBI uh, has no official charter. It, uh, according to the Library of Congress, it has no official charter and it has no right to exist or to pay its people because it has no right to be in, be in existence. Um, okay, so that all happened then. That was the 1913 where we pretty much turned the country over to the Kazarians. And the um, ADF. It was the, the, the 1913 uh, Act brought in the uh, Federal Reserve Bank the IRS, the FBI, and the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League. There's a league now, right, where they can report to the FBI, created with no charter, and say, you know what, this person's saying some weird things. Let's just call them a communist or call them whatever we want to call them, like anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers of the day or outraged parents at school board meetings because we're putting masks on their children. You know, and now they're a terrorist threat, and the state knows better. So the ATL was also part of that legislation. So we see that being very interesting, brought in after the 1871 uh, corporation. So you think about it as the thing when you fit the time, the pieces fit together when you start analyzing the timeline. So 1913, they basically take over the United States. They are successful in in putting the tentacles throughout. I mean, after after they they take over the money systems and the uh, and, and the enforcement of the taxation and all that. Now all you have left to do is just take take uh, take control of education, take control of all uh, governmental uh, you know agencies and this and that. And then fitting in with the timeline, it's 1913. Now comes 1917, and the the heavily uh, bank through the central banks. Uh, the uh, the Russian Revolution through the Bolsheviks, and they win. They they go in there. They take over. They put the Soviets in charge, and maybe uh, approximately hundred million Russians, men, women, kids, through torture, murder, rape, lost their lives during that conflict before the Soviet Union was established. It's sickening. Yeah, Stalin, um, Mao, Hitler, right? Yes, that's right. So. Um, and, and, and basically now what we're in is a, is this, you know, early 1900s. Now we go into a cycle of endless war, endless, endless war, where the Kazarians are in control of all of it, of starting them, of ending them, and of funding both sides in every one of these wars. That includes World War I, um, the, um, the uh, let's see. It includes World War One. It includes uh, at World War Two. They did the same thing, but um, and then now you start seeing about. We talk about World War Two. Hitler. You said Hitler comes in. Hitler was actually put in there by the Kazarians, but eventually, 
he uh, he broke free from the Khazarians, established his own his own currency. Uh, their own, the own uh, the German currency was was uh, broken free from from control of the Khazarians, which enraged them. And so now they made the decision. Khazarians made the decision that Germany had to be destroyed, utterly destroyed, in the course of this war. And then the, it was the Khazarians that actually put in the death camps. Um, and then they ran, they ran for their own companies and own corporations, all of the supporting systems for those camps to survive and be in existence and operation. So they made the money off of all of that. IG Farben, one of those corporations now known as Bear. Yep. Yep. Um, the uh, made the fluoride. And, and one thing that, that they brought up in this was that the the, the next focus on on uh, a lot of the, the the concentration camp stuff and the death camp thing um, was partially done, and this would be a really good thing to to do more research on and debate. I believe it was done at least partially to allow the creation through perceived persecution of the, of the Jews. I'm not saying the Jews weren't persecuted, but um, there are there is information out there that contradicts the number of the Jews that died in, in those prison camps, which we've all heard all through our lives, you know, in all our education, that it was 6 million Jews, Jews that were killed in the concentration camps. There's arguments out there that it was much less than that, but that the, 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 uh, the world Zionists, the, the Khazarians, put that number out there so that they, even though it was much less, maybe even not a million, um, so that they could build the basis for a an Israeli state or a, a Jewish state uh, as a payback for all of the suffering that the Jews had experienced during World War II. But there's a this is a it's a pretty good argument. It the whole thing could be just a cover to create the the state where the Khazarians are in absolute control of their own state in Palestine. And in 1937, Prime Minister. Lester B. Pearson of in Canada was the so-called founder of the United Nations. Hence, we have Pearson International Airport in Toronto to pay homage right above a big old dumb deep underground military base, by the way, people, if you're new to this. And right after that, the United Nations established very shortly, they established the state of Israel with that pretense, that precursor of the unjust, which was done to the Jews. I'm not saying there was nothing. Neither am I. Unjust to everybody. It's all crimes against humanity. So as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter your color or your background. If it is not of God, it's a crime. Somebody's got to pay. And we also know that they did the same thing in German, Nazi Germany, not just because you were a Jew, you could be anything else as well as just a, an Aryan German, right? But they didn't like your ideology because you were kind of starting to go against the grain. You were rounded up and sent off to a concentration camp too. Didn't matter. So, you know, all these events precipitate right after to help the new world order find its footing and slowly then move us forward in the 21st century where they are taking down governments and countries by infiltrating it, buying or removing people, putting it in so that they can flip the switch 
which eventually was like we saw in those things that were destroyed in Georgia recently, dropped the world population to a billion, half a, a billion in China, or half a billion in China and half a billion in the rest of the world. Everybody else is eradicated. Those people are enslaved and those slaves now just serve their Satan, their demigods, because they all look at themselves as a god under Satan. One of the um, people that was killed at the death camps was uh, Father Maximum, Maximum Colby, who was a Roman Catholic priest. So it just wasn't Jews. And I know there were Lutheran clergy also killed, people who uh, spoke out against the concentration camps and the lack of freedom yep. were all rounded hundreds of thousands of other people. I know that from the time I spent in Germany that the German Germans learned in their schools that it was three million Jews. Hey, five is five too many. Right. Of yeah. Any group. Yeah. But they whatever they did, whatever number that was, we will probably never know, but God knows. And he knows who did it. And uh and he ultimately knows who's got the blood lust and who put the blood lust into people and who's controlling people. And, you know, this religious stuff seems pretty weird to some people. It really does. But we are body, mind, and spirit. The spiritual world is, the spiritual world is real. In our own essence, we're one-third spirit. We're one-third mind, which is invisible, and one-third body. And if we don't understand that the enemy understands this and is using this against us, then we're going to be out, outflanked. And everybody that's all us military guys know, if you get outflanked, you're screwed. And, you know, unless we wake up, we're screwed. We'll be in the matrix or we'll be in a concentration camp yeah. yes um that's right uh the kazari i mean post-world war ii i mean now now everyone is pretty much aware of operation paperclip um yeah. that was basically sponsored by the kazarians to get the to get the, their people out and uh bring them to the u.s all part of the part of the plans to subjugate to subjugate the U.S. and bring them into and keep them in the Kazarian fold. Um, the uh, so basically, nineteen by nineteen forty seven, Israel is established and it's basically of the private homeland of the Kazarians, where they can hide and do their do their deeds. Um, that was this time. It was after World War II. They started to infiltrate Freemasonry and 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 induct the top members into their pedophilia ranks into the Satanistic cult and, and all that at from the top down top. Um because you can't I'm, I'm not going to say that every Freemason is bad because you, I know a lot of Freemasons that don't know anything about any of the things that we're talking about today, but th there was a, a an attempt to take over the top ranks of, of Freemasonry to use that for their purposes. Um, and those people were placed in uh, positions of, of um, 
you know, high positions within government, in the military, intelligence, um, uh, as as and they're all members of the high level uh, uh, high levels of Freemasonry. Um, the same thing after World War II. They really after Israel after Israeli after the Israel Israeli country was established. Um, then you see this this uh, effort on Kazarian espionage, and they're basically focusing on we call them Israelis, but Kazarian U U.S. dual Israel citizenship as cutouts um, to do work for them here in the country to to uh, um, continue the counterfeit uh, efforts for or paying politicians, expanding their control over political campaigns and, and uh, agencies and basically uh, maintain control when these people get elected. Um, all, all of this, they, they infiltrate every level of society so that they can mind control the public. They create the Department of Educa Education. Um, they create glo globalist uh, social uh, curricula in the schools. Um, they, they push diversity and continue to try to divide people of different colors and different races different sex and this and that. They push those, that diversity. Um, they, I think Jim was talking about it earlier, or Brett, maybe Brad, they start putting things into the food and the water and um, fluoride and toothpaste in water so that it can dumb you down, dumb down the, 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 the populace. Um, and then they put in over the last years, the vaccination programs. Um, I mean, I remember when I got the vaccinations, I think I had three vaccinations. My grandson, uh, when he was born a couple of years ago, he got 16 vaccinations when he, after he was born. That's ridiculous. Um, uh, so um, basically they created the, the, uh, the ability to control everything within society. Um, and to continue that, and to to continue that control, and in and strengthening that control, now you get into the false flag attacks, yeah. um, Oklahoma uh, Murray Building bombing ninety five, nine eleven. Those towers were not struck by planes. Oh, I think they were struck by CGI of planes, but those were controlled demolitions on those towers and on building on the building seven next door. Yep. Um, and you and I talked about that. I mean, I was yeah. there shortly after the towers fell because I was living at West 57 in Broadway for my BlackBerry job. And that's also another thing. They took down BlackBerry because they couldn't get to the system, right? Because the triple does encryption. And then I was up in the Pentagon six days after you were there. And when you and I were chatting about this a few months ago, like, yeah, missile attack, right? And and even the people that I was working with at the Pentagon on the BlackBerry side were all saying missile, missile, missile. So we have, you know, all these emails. Uh, we, excuse me, I'm no longer obviously with BRIM, but it was all flying through our network operations center up in Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. And uh, yeah, you know. Well, I mean, we as a military guy, you see that those buildings come down. I mean, and I've seen I've seen multiple controlled demolitions of, of structures and this and that, you know, in the service, and um, and that's what those were. I mean, that's what those were. Uh, so, and, and there's evidence that some of this was was um, some of that effort was supported by 
uh, Israeli-American dual citizens. And the entire thing was was uh, create the, the entire story. They wanted U.S. to attack the Muslim, uh, to attack the Islamists and blame it on the Islamists to do, that did this thing so that we could have another unending war um, with uh, with the Middle East, right. and um, and uh, but it was I mean the, the people that supported that were actually Mossad agents who were dual U.S. Israeli citizens, and they they say that the cruise missile that that uh, that hit the Pentagon came off of an Israeli submarine off the coast, sitting in the Potomac. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Juan O'Savin said it was sitting. They actually snuck it up the Potomac. That would not, yeah, right. Anyway, Israeli right. sub, you know, fired the Tomahawk cruise missile, you know, at the there, Pentagon. There's words that mean that uh, you think about how did how did they get that into the into the twin towers, you know, for that to make that thing go off? And it was already pre-built. It's pre-built into it. It was built into it. You know, like yeah. all the engineering, which is what three or three thousand or three and a half thousand structural engineers that poured through it. You know, the the I remember being there and they're like, as soon as we got the rubble out, it goes onto the ferries and goes over to Staten Island because the FBI needs to do their chemical analysis. And the chemical analysis showed thermite, among other things, in the rubble, the pulverized concrete from the buildings. Um, and lest we forget the day before this happened, Rumsfeld put out there that the Pentagon had an audit and there were five and a half thousand accountants that audited the Pentagon, and there was roughly two trillion dollars in 2001 that could not be accounted for. Where'd all that dark money go? Right, yeah. building the dumps, building the the uh, ships. Oh. In space Let me board. throw another couple of facts on this. Fire away, um, sure, please, Jim. That was the day that Nasara Jasara was supposed to be announced. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Tell us why that um, day in particular is also important. I'm sure you were planning on that. Just it just came to you. Yeah, that'll be the third thing I'd say. Okay, copy that. Um, yeah. Steel melts at 2,800 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm -hmm. Fuel burns at 600 degrees Fahrenheit. If you don't believe me. Pour a little lighter fluid in your steel grill and light it up and tell me that your grill melts and your grill is only half inch thick, maybe. These beams were 24 inches thick. It takes quite a bit of heat to knock, to melt them. Yeah. Uh, so it had to be something like thermite or some kind of uh, will yield uh, nuclear weapon. And if you understand Stellarium and the signs in the sky that the uh, Magi would know, the ones that visited Jesus and gave him gold, frankincense, and myrrh, which is really, there's another backstory that goes with that. 9-11 was the actual birth date of Jesus. The three kings visited him on December 25th. 
when Adam and Eve had gotten through their first night outside of the garden where there was darkness and they were scared out of their minds, they prayed to God and God the Father sent the word of God to them and gave them gold for light, frankincense so they could smell nice things and be relaxed, and myrrh to help take their pain away. And it's kind of amazing that when the King of Kings comes to the world, the three wise men who represented the three angels, uh, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, who delivered those goods to Adam and Eve, uh, the three kings give uh, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph the same gifts. And remember, this book about Adam and Eve was first was passed down word to word, generation to generation, like all the original books of the Bible were. And the earliest manuscripts that uh, was translated by Rutherford Hayes Platt was written in about 400 AD, I mean 400 BC, excuse me. So the angels taught Adam and Eve how to say what we call the Our Father now too. That's in there. That was kind of an old prayer from there that only the biblical scholars of the day would have known. And of course, Jesus knew everything. But, you know, there's so much history that has been rewritten by the Kazarians to keep us dumbed down, asleep, unaware, and thinking that they're great. I didn't tell you about this one that I do know. Do you, do you know Stu Webb? I don't know. He was a, a freedom guy that was on radio for a long time. And one of his best friends in the world was Otis Johnson. And you may have heard of Otis, Chuck. Super spy? Yeah, I've heard of him. Don't know much about him. He uh, had to uh, go to Denver underneath the airport to see President Bush or Vice President Bush in 1986 on December 21st to get some documents signed that had to be signed by the Vice President that day. When he walked in, there were 12, 12 men in hoods and some being who was not of this earth. Yeah. And uh, Otis asked for the President Bush and or Vice President Bush, and he took this hood off and he had blood dripping down because he was munching on a baby. And, you know, and we all thought this guy was a Christian. Mm -hmm. He was definitely a Kazarian. He was basically leading this and praising the uh, being who wasn't human, who Otis believed to be the devil himself. That's how much the Kazarian Mafia has penetrated the United States. I hate to tell you, but I voted for him. I thought he was a good I guy. I thought he was a good 
I didn't know his wife was the daughter of Aleister Crowley. Right. I didn't know his real name was Scherf or something like that. And he was really a Kazarian Nazi. George Neff. And I certainly didn't know that he was the guy that ran the op that killed President Kennedy. Yep. There's pictures of him holding little George's hand 10 minutes before President Kennedy is shot right in front of the school book depository, like a trophy picture. Yeah. Just a couple of other facts or, or things that were really interesting to find out was uh, the... Um, uh, apparently, Bibi Netanyahu, uh, who they're saying it was the operational chief of of, Kazari, of the Kazarian Mafia. Yeah, that makes sense. Sent word, sent word um, to uh, top rabbis and uh, uh, the parts of the the, the uh, organization, the Friends of World Zionism, to not fly into New York City on 9/11 and to stay out of there. Yep. Um, the other piece that came out was. There was a task force called Able Danger. Have you heard of it, Jim, at all? Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's Colonel Schaefer. Yeah. Say again? Colonel Schaefer ran that. It was It was called, uh, I, 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 it was Able Danger, and they, they had just happened to have 35 investigators in the Pentagon on the day of the cruise missile attack. Um. They were all in the. Uh, I think they were in the intel in the intel wing, which it had, which it had explosives pre pre installed into that into that wing. All of them died during the missile attack. All thirty five able gen- danger investigators. What were they investigating? They were investigating and tracking the Israeli the the alleged Israeli theft of three hundred fifty decommissioned. Um, W-54 Davy Crockett missiles that had gone missing and stolen from a company called Pantex in Texas. And they were investigating that uh, that situation and they were all in the intel wing when that cruise missile hit and they all died. Precisely at that moment. The day before that, I was supposed to fly into uh, New York and our co-CEO said that. <laughs> All Canadian reps should just hang back because there would be an announcement that next day. So we didn't fly and I didn't fly. Uh, not to say I would have been in and visiting Cantor Fitzgerald that day at one of the World Trade Center towers, but I definitely would have been in that vicinity if it wasn't for that. Because that was my territory. Sell to the legal vertical and all the Wall Street banksters, you know. Um, but the IT guys mostly. I'm not dealing with the people on the floor. Thank goodness. So real interesting stuff. Very interesting. And I think what we should do here is close off this segment with some final last words. Because what we've just really covered in eons of history is not in 90 minutes is kind of how we got here. Right. And most of that, folks. All the wool was pull, pulled over all, all our eyes. I grew up, as you just heard Chuck and Jim say, hey, I voted for Bush. Because we, the way it was presented, right? We have Hollywood, the way things are presented. 
We have Operation Mockingbird we haven't even touched in, which is in the 1960s, the CIA infiltration and taking over all of the media companies in the United States and Canada and other Commonwealth countries too. And then also the music industry, Beatles, absolutely taken over, Satanists. We haven't even gotten into any of that. But the bottom line is to know that you you don't have to, um, when you learn this stuff, I was just having this text back and forth with Jimmy Dolly today of uh, Val Hill Capital. You know, he was doing the XRP mm-hmm. buyback, right? We were, we were having a back and forth text conversation because uh, I'm on a text thread with a bunch of the XRP folks that are, people would definitely call them influencers in that community. And we were chatting off on a side text. I'm like, in the last 90 days to watch this XRP army, so to speak, wake up. Or 90 days ago, and it was literally one guy had sent a text and I had sent it back to him because he watched um, uh, Derek and AJ Robson. I did a show in April and he's like, military's really in control. Where is it? No, okay, fine. Well, here's the documents.info, right? Check this out. He's like, blah, blah, blah. He sent another message. And I, I responded to that because they're just waking up because they're sitting here going, the SEC launched a lawsuit against Ripple, XRP, all of our XRP digital assets went down. We're pissed off at this government interference. This is unjust. And in 90 days, the world of all these kind of rebels, if you will, that world has woken up to adrenochrome, child trafficking, and now all these influencers who have YouTube channels who would be even afraid to mention Donald Trump election interference, election fraud on their YouTube channels because this is their primary source of income. They're now outright promoting sound of freedom. They're talking about Trump. They're talking about the Hunter Biden laptop in 90 days. And I'm putting this out there for anybody who's in the audience, especially kids, and you're hearing about all this and going, I feel so bad. Feel great. Look at it this the other way. You happen to know that you didn't fall into the Satan control. We all had the wool pull over our eyes. I thought Lester B. Pearson was a great guy. Never met him. That was the stuff that they fed us. Now we're awake. Now we're on the other side. And what can we do about it? Remember, love, levity, and liberty, right? And being vigilant, not fence riding, as Jim has said, even recently on his show with Dave Graham. Fence is where the devil sits. You know, you got to get active. And I kind of say we, we close it off here with comments on what would what would you recommend people would do, you know, for being active and start with Jim and then and uh, and go up to to Chuck, because uh, Jim, you mentioned body, mind, soul, well, one third spirit, one third mind, one third body. Nobody you have not yet shared where you were two years ago with your body. As well, but for vigilance overall for people, even the kids, what do you what would be your messages for them and what they could do? If they're just waking up to this information now, and especially for the warrior grannies we have, which are fully awake, you know, what what message would you share with them? And then we'll go to Chuck. Um, Two and a half years ago, I was getting radiated for cancer. Cancer I got from a medicine. And I'm part of a lawsuit. And I know that I'll that it'll be a good settlement for me. But they engineered cancer viruses in medicine I started taking in 1994. I can't say much more than that without 
uh, violating uh, my agreement with my lawyers. Well, imagine what they can do now. And imagine how evil you have to be to intentionally make people sick. And you're busy reading the cereal box and you see some word you don't know what it is. You ought to look it up. Because it might be something that you would never put in your body if you knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the last person in the world I'll ever trust is a doctor because doctors have been administering these shots. And nurses uh, do what the doctors tell them. And yeah. I don't expect the nurses to know as much. But when you see everybody starting to get sick, it should wake you up. And there are more people dying now than there ever been before. And it's not natural. And if you stay asleep, you're going to be a sheep to the slaughter. And that's turn the other cheek doesn't mean be a dumbass and be asleep. When you turn the other cheek, you had to be hit by a forehand. And once you hit by a forehand, you were equal to the person who was hitting you, which gave you the right after that to retaliate. And they couldn't do anything to you. And you, and if you were a slave, you were then free. That's the wisdom behind turning the other cheek. It doesn't let some asshole beat the shit out of you. And that's why it's important to really learn the real message that's in the scriptures and to read the books they threw out of the Bible. Because what they left in the Bible was meant to help them control you. And it's all about the relationship you have with God. And you're not going to beat the Kazarian Mafia by being meaner than them and more evil than them. Understand that people that are doing this are the weakest people on the planet. They are so weak that they cannot stand up for themselves and fight for their eternal life in heaven. And they believe the biggest liar in all of creation who's taken them right to hell. And if you want to go with them, that's your right. But understand, once you're there, you can't get out. Yeah. Uh, we all have a responsibility to be sovereign souls and take responsibility for what we do. You make a mistake, make it right. Apologize. Be honest. Be a man. Be a woman. Don't be a jerk. And we have a history, a human history of letting the jerks rule over us to our own detriment. We need to wake up. We should be a much smarter species than this. That's my message. And this from a man being irradiated for cancer two years ago, who's now 70 years old, bench pressing 310 pounds 11 times a day, and conveniently leaves out he also curls. 11 reps. 11 reps. Yeah. Yeah. And you're curling 220 pounds as well. 
And Ricardo Bosi's son's 23. I think he's doing 230. You're 70 doing 310 and, and, and climbing on top of it. So it's amazing, you know, uh, what can happen. Well, I take these, I take these wonderful vitamins from uh, the Roots brand. Yeah, we all and, do. And uh, they're a big help. They're a great help. Your link's down here if anybody wants to try that. Do the Trinity pack and give me back my youth. And everybody you've seen here, even Chuck, his lovely wife, Michelle, Jim, Michael Jaco, who else has been on here? Ricardo Bosi, um, all, all veterans who have been on here. Mark, AJ Roberts, all take root. Interesting how we all do this, you know, for that spiritual vigilance as well for our body, mind and soul, we have those. So great. Yeah. So if anybody wants to contact Jim or get root through Jim, his link's down here with Godwins. Thank you, Jim. Oh, thanks. Awesome, mate. Awesome. And Chuck, your your message for everybody. Yeah, just uh, uh, very grannies and those just waking up, and this might be just a two by four across the head because I had no idea how sick these this Kazarian satanic spawn um, is. Yeah, um, it's uh, I guess the veil's being pulled from our eyes as well, especially with the story you told about uh, about Vice President Bush at the time. Because, I mean, you know, when I found out all this stuff in the last few years, it just broke my heart that, you know, I spent my life in the, in the Army. I mean, I spent a good portion of my life working for those guys, the two Bushes, and uh, in wars that, that they pushed and, and started. So, I mean, it was, it was just heartbreaking to know that I was part of that on the ground. I, um, so, I, basically, I just would like to circle back. And it's not all gloom and doom because the Kazarians never expected to, to have the exposure that they have now as to what they've been doing all these years. And I think a big deal is that a big part of that is that people are pulling that thing apart on 9-11 and actually looking at what really happened on 9-11. Well, how could that happen and, and our people not know about it? Well, that's not true. Our people did know about it. We were in on it. So what I'm just, what I just would keep pushing is that discernment use discernment to see what's real and what's not real you got to stop listening to these jackasses on the on the mainstream media who are doing nothing but putting out propaganda that's designed to mislead you and take you to to complete falsehood i mean so if you use discernment and look at what's going on how many people have you listened to on the mainstream say, you know, say, oh, we have to support Ukraine against those aggressor Russians. You could not be further from the truth of what's happening on the ground. If And all you have to do is use discernment and start listening to the facts, kind of like what we're putting out today. The Russian actions due to what they found out about Ukraine and the connection to the Kazarian Mafia if the Russian actions that they're taking are totally logical and totally geared towards self-protection of their own country. Um, that's why they did this in, in this uh, this military action and, and, and not a widespread destruction, but a targeted military action in Ukraine is to eliminate the Kazarian Mafia, the, 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 node, the, the command nodes of the Kazarian Mafia. And it should be easily understandable if you just do a little digging for the facts. 
just know the history behind what's going on there. And if you know the history of what the Kazarians are doing, the entire Russian action right now is totally understandable. And it's an, it's a replay of history. It's a replay of history that happened, you know, a thousand years ago. So all, that's all I would say is just be awake, be aware, participate when you can, however you can con contribute to the effort. And just spread the truth for crying out loud. That's how we're going to win. Yep. And to that fact, as well, as you're talking about Ukraine, Hunter Biden's laptop was chock full of biolab information and underground biolabs in the Ukraine, which again violates not just the accords, but God's law of genetically messing with nature and creating biological weapons that ethnically target you based on your DNA. So that if I had a black man to my left and I had an Asian man to my right and we're in the same room and it was aerosolized and that said, you've got Slavic DNA, you're white, fit Aryan, I die, they're fine, they're okay. This is some of the stuff they're doing there. On top of also the fact that we've just seen the last two weeks, especially with Sound of Freedom coming out, Tim Ballard giving and Jim Caviezel giving great credence to Mel Gibson who helped tremendously identify with intelligence massive child trafficking and adrenochrome networks in the Ukraine. And you already know, you just heard it here, why they want to traffic children and torture them and drain them for their blood. Because that's what Cain, the Canaanites, the spawn of Satan, need to survive. 10 times more addictive than cocaine. So there you are. You just have right here alone with the Ukraine for discernment and what's going on. And Edgar Casey said, Russia will save the world. So here it is. We've covered now. Russia helped in the U.S. revolution, the Civil War, the world wars, not Soviet Union, Russia, right? A Christian people. And they also kicked out and made it a terrorist any form of terrorism, if you bring in weaponized food into Russia, if you genetically modify food, you're classified a terrorist and the punishment is death. All natural, returning to sovereignty, returning to God. That civilization has already done it and we can absolutely do that too. So yeah, like you said, Chuck, it's not doom and gloom. It's amazing what has happened in seven years since Trump took office and this military alliance was formed and we start wiping out this nasty Satan tannic deep state and we're in the final throws with that everybody thank you very much for watching um we don't know when we'll have the next show probably two weeks or so I'm going to bring in a chart that shows the 13 families the bloodlines and what the names of those families are and a couple of other things so in the next two or three weeks obviously stay tuned um, as we have these fine gentlemen back here. And Chuck, the organization that you would like to support, again, it's in the description here. Do you want to just put a, a, a verbal shout out acoustically for anybody listening to it right now? If they'd like to make a donation, where gold should they? Gold star families. Gold star families. And what what's the symbology of a gold star family in the United States for service members? Loss of, loss of a service member, you know, uh, and just remembrance. Awesome. So if you can, please donate Gold Star Families. Grab Trinity Pack or any root products through Jim's link. Wins, And then you can also connect with Jim here for any 
ministry and service you'd like to bring them on for and make donations, please uh, do so. And thank you everybody much for watching. God bless you all. And uh, Jim, do you want to end us, end a prayer with us? Send us off on prayer. We started with law of encroachment. Why not, right? Uh, yeah, I'd like to say one thing real quick about uh, Putin. Mm -hmm. uh, an evil, a totally evil bastard doesn't build 3,500 churches, close all the abortion clinics, make it a capital crime to hurt a child sexually. And Putin has done all those things, and that's one of the reasons a lot of people hate him. Yeah. He may not be my favorite guy, but you know the truth about him is he's he's going to church on Sundays and receiving the sacraments. Beautiful. Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, God Father, please bless us with discernment and wisdom, and help us do the job you sent us here to do so that we can praise you by our actions. We ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, gentlemen, for your service and the lovely ladies in your life and the divine feminine. And thank you all for watching. And please put your comments here for these gentlemen and cover them in prayer for what they do being out here in the world because we're literally taking it right here by virtue of this to the deep state by pulling back the veil. Thanks everybody. God bless. Have yourself a great long weekend ahead. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. So Jim, honored to have you back on. What a uh, veteran from Gulf War and have been serving your country, a patriot as a United States Army major, retired distinguished veteran, Beltway Bandit with an MBA, and now a bishop in the Underground Orthodox Pre-Constantine Church who has successfully exercised 11 demons. You just turned 70 years old. Happy belated birthday again, my friend. And somehow you're, all of a sudden, you're telling me like, they gotta tell me about the Trinity Pack and how you've added more weight to your bench presses and you've cut your pain in half in two weeks. You tell everybody more about that if you don't mind. Well, I'd love to, Brad. It's been a really, really good experience with the Trinity Pack. I'm sleeping better. And the Trinity yeah. Pack is uh, clean yeah. slate, restore, and zero in. And yep. uh, what I've noticed is that uh, my arthritic pain in my knees has been cut in half. The pain in my shoulder is almost gone. Uh, I've added 10 pounds to my bench press, and I'm benching 290 on my uh, both flex. Yeah. And uh, my dreams are extremely vivid mm -hmm. in color with dialogue, which is pretty awesome. And uh, I feel stronger and much more mentally alert. Brain fog is gone because I know without good nutrition, these uh, bodies we have don't function properly. I am a prostate wow. cancer survivor and I never want to go back there again and I can already tell that uh, the Trinity pack is helping me uh, heal from one of the side effects of uh, the radiation that was given to me that killed the killed the prostate cancer so I'm totally into this and I'm really enjoying feeling better and the one thing I can say in conclusion the Trinity pack is really health gold with all that it's doing for for me and it's it's the best thing I've ever done for myself. 
That's awesome. So sleeping better, slashing your pain just in two weeks and uh, health gold. I love it. Awesome. Everybody check it out. Trinity pack at rootbrands.com slash God wins and unleash your absolute divine quantum reactor of yourself, which God built us to be. It's awesome. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. Thank you, Brad. Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.